What if you only had four hours every day to get everything you needed to done? Could you? Today, we're going to talk about productivity tips that can help you get done by noon. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. I don't know about you, but I always have too much that I have to get done. And it always feels like I'm a gerbil on a treadmill because I keep running and I think I'm reaching it. And so I thought it would be great to talk to someone who actually knows how to get things done. David Rule has written a fabulous book on how to get done by noon. I'm into it. I want to know how to get done by noon so I can get on with the rest of my day. David is a former competitive physique athlete turned serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and leadership mentor. David, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. How are you doing? I'm great. How about you? Doing fantastic. Happy to be here. Oh, I am too, because I would like to figure this out. So where do you start? Every entrepreneur feels a little bit overwhelmed. How do you start putting this into balance and maybe getting things done so you can get on with the rest of your life? Yeah, you know, entrepreneurship, it's an interesting journey. And, you know, I I don't think any of us, you know, started in business thinking that, oh, this is the way that it was actually going to be. You know, I, I feel, I feel like a lot of, of, of business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, start with, I think they want one thing. Mm-hmm. And the one that one thing is freedom. And I see, I see, I divide freedoms, freedom into three freedoms. So the first one is time freedom. You know, we we start because we want to do things when we want, right? We don't want to be at the mercy of a schedule that is, you know, made by someone else. You know, we want mm-hmm. to live on our own terms when it comes to our time. The second freedom is creative freedom. Obviously, we start in business because we want to do what you know we want. Right, we don't want mm-hmm. to be told what to do, and we, and more than often, we start in business because we have a creative solution to, you know, a problem, one of the world's many, many problems, and we start our business that way, and that links to the third freedom, which is financial freedom, because obviously we want to be paid for it, we want to be well paid <laughs> for it, and we want to make, you know, enough money that not only sustain our lifestyle, but you know, makes us financially independent. You know, mm-hmm. and that we so pretty much that freedom, it's being able to do what we want, when we want and being well paid for it. That's all we want. But however, when <laughs> it doesn't necessarily translate into that, into, in, into, into, uh, into real life when you're an entrepreneur. So, you know, what I say is that the drift happens gradually where, you know, you become more increasingly busy with, you know, reacting to your business, the workload becomes slowly unmanageable. And what happens is that gradually you also start not taking care of yourself. You start to neglect your self-care. You stop doing the things that you should absolutely be doing in order to be really successful in achieving that freedom, right? So picture yourself like you're, you're, you're driving somewhere and you're on that road and little by little you start drifting away from you know the main course. Mm-hmm. You start gradually, angle by angle, inches by inches, you lose, you know, you, you go off course. And next thing you know, because you're so busy, you don't realize you're drifting off course. And next thing you know, you're in the woods somewhere and you're totally lost, right? <laughs> you're like, what do I do? Yeah, absolutely. You were heading for New York and somehow you ended up in Florida or worse yet, you were <laughs> well, heading for Florida. Well, it might not be a bad thing though. You ended up- 
<laughs> okay, let's do it the other way. You you were heading for Chicago and you ended up in Kansas. There now. you go. <laughs> But no, I, I totally get that idea that you've drifted off course mm-hmm. and that pulls you away from that freedom. So how do you course correct? Exactly. So to course correct, you need to understand where actually you're going. You need to really, really reestablish. Like, okay, well, I'm here now. This is where I really want to go. Because usually the drift and the realization of the drift comes with some kind of existential crisis where like, what I'm doing is just not working. What I'm doing is just, this is not where I want to be, you know, in my business, in my life in general. So you need to understand what mountain you're going to set your your eyes on and go there, right? So it's understanding the big picture, what you want for your life and your business. And based on that, when you know basic direction, it's making the like the actual objectives, setting the goals that you're going to need to set short term. So we're talking the next year. What do I want to see become reality within the next 12 months? Based on that, we have what we call the annual guideline that we built within the Epic methodology. And so the Done by Noon book really like presents the Epic methodology, which is a four-step methodology. But the first step is uh, projection. So you project yourself in the future, you project where you want to go, and you make the plan, you know, that you want to see reality within the next 12 months first. From there, you have to look at what you need to prioritize. The problem is that when you're busy, when you have too much on your plate, when your workload is unmanageable, when you're working from, you know, in a place of, when you're in a place of reactivity in your business versus a place of proactivity, this is not like, you're not going to fix it, you know? So you need to understand what you need to focus on in order to achieve, you know, these goals that you sell for yourself. You know, what do you, where do I, what do I want to see become a reality in the next 12 months? Well, what do I need to prioritize? Mm-hmm. So we show you really like the two main types of moves that you need to work on in order to always systematically achieve, you know, these goals. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have to deal with reactivity or with, you know, things you didn't anticipate. This is when the third step comes in, which is planning. You need to plan accordingly and, you know, in a proactive manner in order to move forward, you Mm -hmm. know, in the right direction. So once you plan properly, so let's say you know where you're going, you know what you need to prioritize, you have planned accordingly. So you're planning your week, you're planning your days. Now you need to protect that structure saying, okay, well, I need to make sure that I don't drift again. And I need to make sure that I protect and I respect my resources, my finite resources that I have to get there, which are your time, your energy, and your attention. And as entrepreneurs, we all have these three, you know, we all have these mm-hmm. three resources, but they're finite, you mm-hmm. know? And, and there's an end to it. So it's how you really manage these. And that's why we show you, you know, within the done by noon framework, which is actually part of the planning uh, step, is that what if I would tell you that you would only have until noon every day to perform your tasks? So let's say you're in the woods right now. You want to get back on track. But I'm going to tell listen, there's only daylight between, you know, this mm-hmm. time and like, you know, nighttime starts at noon. What do you do? And you can travel at night. How would you prioritize your tasks, right? So you would have to start eliminating some things you're doing. Mm -hmm. You would have to reorganize. You would have to consolidate. And you would have to optimize a lot of things that you do. And that's what we show you within the... 
that methodology. That's such good advice. I know personally as an entrepreneur, I sort of drift in and out of that behavior. Mm -hmm. I have my planner and I outline what I want to do every day. And what I find is if I start my day with those things and I get those things done, then the rest of the chaos for the day, I take care of the Mm -hmm. fire drills. But if I let the chaos creep in first thing in the morning, suddenly it's 4.30 and those four things are still on my list. Yeah, and you're right. And the, but the, the big danger here is that even if you focus on the right thing, so if mm-hmm. you and that's what you know, eating the frog first. Obviously, it's important to prioritize the, the what we call the power moves, you know, the mm-hmm. things that are really going to move the needle in your business. But if you don't learn to control and optimize the reactive environment mm-hmm. and the responsive environment of your business, you will always end up at one point sacrificing the things that are important, and you're going to fall back into that mm-hmm. loop. So, you know. Although, you know, planning is very important and prioritizing is very important, you know, planning and optimizing on the long term and always looking at ways to consolidate what you have. So, for example, if you have things you keep doing in your business that are repetitive, you know, there's ways to optimize that through, you know, process building, building procedures, building, you know, installing automation or delegating. Or Exactly, you know, <laughs> and, and outsourcing too. You know, you can delegate, but outsource now. There's so many platforms when you can outsource mm-hmm. fractions of a process. For example, that I mean, there's no reason now, but the only way that you're going to get there is if you have the discipline and the routines in place in order to do that, and then you can optimize. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people focus on hacks mm-hmm. before focusing on structure. I always say it's like working out. A collection of exercise doesn't make a program. No, no. It's definitely a process where the pieces build together. David, this has been so much fun. This has been a great session. I think there's some really good things in the conversation that are going to get people thinking. And I'm really going to encourage them to drop by your website. It is effect.co and it's effic.co. There'll be a link in the show notes. I really think that anybody who's listening, if you're like me and you're to-do list is a little overwhelming and you feel like maybe you're hanging out too much in the woods instead of on that road to your success, that you really should check out some of the things that David is sharing. David, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you, Lorraine. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find more tips for your business, be sure to check out the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.